0: and good morning it's 11am here in New Haven Connecticut uh we're on 103.5 FM WNHH New Haven Independent.org all right because you are out there listening um, but we are streaming live through Facebook and YouTube powered by Voz Hispana and Overseen Overseen the Overseer overseen by <laughs> Harry Draws uh who is right now even even looking, giving me the evil eye he's already giving me a rap we just started I guess he's ready for me to get, to really start the show. <laughs> yeah, okay, I know I, we, we're live, man, and we we already see who the guest is. Um, if you're, we're streaming live, but those listening out there, uh, okay, oh, okay, okay, all right. Yeah, you know what? People out there listening to have no idea what's going on, Dairy, So it's okay. Uh, again, this is. Keeping it one hundred. I'm Jose Candelario, your host, and for the next couple of minutes to forty, we're gonna have, be speaking with Dr. David Asbury, who's an author, a parent, uh, a doctor of many things, <laughs> education. sits on the board of education currently, um, and is has his own or nonprofit organization, Fixing Fathers, org. Right,
1: Fixing Fathers.
0: One dad at a time. <laughs> wow, fixing fathers.
1: That's
0: right, one that's dad right. at a time. That's a, know, that's, that's, a, that's a
1: mouthful. But yeah, how, how much? Think. How
0: much did you pay for that one?
1: Oh, <laughs> I mean, man, we'll, we'll talk about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, David. Let's just get into it. Um, uh, let's go into a little bit of your background. I mean, I know that you wrote a book at one time. Uh, you're uh, from yeah. Jersey originally. You're well, from Jersey I'm, I'm, I'm originally. From,
1: I'm from I'm from New York. I'm a New Yorker
0: by oh, okay. heart. Yeah, okay.
1: I grew up in uh, Fulton Projects. Um, it's on not, 17th not, come, Street, up come up to the mic. Come up to the Seventeenth Street, 9th Avenue. Um, so I'm a New Yorker by heart, man. I've been there pretty much my whole life, and then you know met met the wife, and that's how I ended out here. She used to live out in uh, North Haven, so that's how I ended out. Uh, ended up coming back out here. You always follow the, you know, you follow the beauty, you mm-hmm. know, so I followed her out here. But um, being in New York, man, it was, you know, it was wonderful. I enjoyed my, my childhood. was great. I grew up, like I said, in Fulton Projects. Mm-hmm. That, that is the home of the legendary family, uh, the Waynes family. So mm-hmm. I was in building one and they were building two. So it was like a beautiful um you know, you always talk. You always hear people talk about. You know, they grew up in the projects. Mm-hmm. You know, it was hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but you know that wasn't that wasn't our experience, man. You know, um, you know it was it, it, it was a bunch of families that loved each other, that did things together. So it wasn't. You know, I, that wasn't my experience. You know, mm. I mean, what you know, what, what i rather lived in a in 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 a in a, in, a, in a in a beautiful suburban area and grew up that way. Yes, but. Um, living where I lived growing up the way I grew up, um, having my dad there all the time to go to, mm-hmm. um, I recognize how imperative and how important it is, but I see so much of myself, um, so much of myself, uh, mm-hmm. in him, you mm-hmm. know, from what okay. he, from all the things that he used to do, I see it, you know, he, 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 he had a tenant patrol where he cared about the tenants. And wow, he had this idea that you know we're gonna watch our building, so he uh-huh. had the tenants and gathered them together and sat in the tenants, sat in the buildings, mm-hmm. went from place to place, got a little bit money from um NYCHA, New York Housing Authority, got some blue jackets, you nice, know, so that made nice. it official. You got your blue jacket <laughs> on, you know, and 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 he just organized, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And and you kind of wonder where all of this stuff that I'm doing comes from, but it all goes right But isn't that back- your
0: doctorate? Your doctorate is in leadership, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's an
1: exec- yeah, executive, executive leadership, executive leadership. So, executive so, leadership. so, so that yeah.
0: organization and that organizing and that leadership role that you had a role model such early in your life really exactly. <laughs> came to fruition even through your studies. Exactly, exactly. exactly. So you grew up with the Wayans. Oh you yeah, know, was, yeah, you're gonna, yeah, yeah. Talk a little bit about that. That's a, yeah, it that was, was an crazy. interesting. Well, you though. know what it is,
1: it's, you know, you know the dozens, you know. Yeah, you, you get, yeah, yeah. So, so I had they used to say I had a big head. I don't know yeah. where the heck that comes from. I don't think so. <laughs> I know, right? But you know, you little. just had to watch, and uh-huh. you know, you you see, you see Damon, and mm-hmm. you just don't know what he's going to say. You know, uh-huh. you don't know what he's going to say. So it was just, you know, it's just, it was, it was, it was just a wonderful, a wonderful. Childhood, just growing up, and, and that and relationship and led joking. to
0: do co-writing
1: a book with Damon. Oh yeah, so that that was wild. How was that? When Damon that- when Damon went out to LA I would send him emails. And the power of the email: say, "Hey Damon, how about a book? Nothing." "Hey Damon, how about a book? Nothing." "Hey Damon, man, you know how about a book? Nothing." Then one day, out of the blue, you know, I get a call. He says, "Yo, what's up?" And I say, "Hey, what's up?" And he's like, "Yo, you don't know what this is, right?" And I was like, "Nah, well, who is this?" And he's like, this is D. We call him D. Mm-hmm. You know? So, you know, we call him D. So he says, yo, this is D. I got some opportunity for you. Oh. And then I was like, okay, uh, what's the opportunity? So then he told me to meet him at his hotel, you know, went to his hotel, and he told me about the book and what he wanted me to do. So the idea was, you know, he'd give me like $40,000, and, you know, I was going through stuff, so that's a lot of money. <laughs> I probably I probably still have some of that money now. Wow. You know, Um but, you know, uh, you know, yeah. he he, he uh, flew me out to L.A., uh-huh. and this is the first time I'm flying. Wow. First time. First time I'm flying, so I flew out to L.A., um, and we started working on the book. Uh, we started working on the book. And that's the funny thing, you know, because you, you see comedians, and you think that everything is funny. but so I got to see this guy just sit for hours and just write. Mm. You know, I got to see, like, what his day was like, you know? And we think... But we see the celebrities, and we see all that they do. Mm-hmm. That it's all glamour. But mm-hmm. I got to just see him sit in his living room and think, and and, and, and not
0: and not smile
1: for hours. And not hours. smile, right? And not exactly. smile because every
0: he, time you think you know, you think of him, yeah. you think of that big old cheesy grin.
1: Exactly, no thinking teeth. about that smile and that <laughs> laugh and the funny and the laugh and the, you know in living color. You know yeah. that's what you think you're going to get all the time. But what I got was just a dude that was just sitting there thinking, thinking. And then every once in a while, you hear him laugh out loud and they say, yo, hey, what do you think about this? You know, and just going back and forth. So it was, it was a again, it was a, a wonderful experience. I got to I got to meet Denzel Washington out there. We um, we were at a restaurant and um, his wife came up and tapped Damon on the shoulder. and She said, hey. And then Damon mm-hmm. said to me, he says, yo, you're going to flip right now. Mm-hmm. So they called us over to the table. And then Denzel turns around, you know, the big smile, you know, the big smile. Yeah, the big so smile. I am just like, you know, in my head, I want to scream, man. <laughs> I want, you know, I'm trying to be cool. But in my head, I'm just like, I want to say, Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I want to scream, man, but wow. it's just like you know, you're
0: trying to be cool. You know, we're in a restaurant. You playing it cool, You so you So, you, you, know,
1: you know. I said, you know, he's a man. I'm a man. You know, you know, but, you know. It was, it was, it was, it was just like one of those moments that you will never forget. So we were eating, and and um, just to cut the story really short, uh, we're eating, and this kid comes over, and he knows Damon, but he doesn't know Denzel. He doesn't know anyone else wow. at the table, but he knows Damon. He wants mm-hmm. Damon's autograph, and um, Denzel said, "You know what?" you're going to get everybody's autograph, everybody's <laughs> So that was my first, that was my first ever autograph that I gave out, you know? And it was, you know, like I said, man, it's just like one of those, one of those, one of those things that just happens. Surreal.
0: That, surreal. And then yeah. it, it, the book turns out to be a bestseller.
1: Oh yes. Bestseller. So bootleg. Yeah, man. Bestseller.
0: You bestseller know. and, and uh, New York and, times uh, list. And, and yeah, it, it, yeah,
1: you did very yeah. well with that. And yeah. yeah, And,
0: uh, uh, That sounds like it was like a, like a base for like the, for the, for your own story.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, you know, you can't, you can't go somewhere like that and meet people. Right. Mm -hmm. And it not affect you. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and that's the thing. Whenever I meet someone, I want them to remember me and I want them to take something, to get something, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And what I got from Damon, one, hard work to it ain't all about just laughter you got to put the work in mm-hmm. and it takes hours and hours to write a, sh- a screenplay it takes hours and writers hours to write a book uh after that event um after writing the book i wrote my own book i wrote uh my wife my kids my god mm. um and that took about a good two years but that's just a focus and just writing mm. you know so when i meet folks you know, I want them to know that it's, it's that you're you know, very disciplined. Yeah, I, you got to put the work. You got to put the work in. You hard. You got to put the work in. You got to put the work in. It just doesn't happen. You know, I talked to my son. You know, you see Michael Jordan. You say, hey, he put work in. You know, Kobe Bryant put work in. Right. If you look at his videos, you look at the videos. That's all they talk about is work. But our kids, I think, a lot of times they want to bypass that piece because oh, well,
0: we're in the age of privilege right now.
1: Yeah, they want to bypass that piece, and they just think that you know, my son said, my son said the other day that he can take me, you know. <laughs> so the last time we played, last time we played, I think, you know, it was about probably like 15 to four. Because, I, you know, no, no, you don't give any, you don't no. give anything away. Wow, you know? wow. You know? It was like about 15 L- to four. You
0: know what, you know what, you, 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 I think it's more personal for you. You, 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 you even remember the score. Yeah, you I remember first...
1: the score. I remember the score. So I threw that back at him. I said, I said, I said, I said, I said yo, Trey, I said, last time we played, was like 15 to four, man. He says, I'm way better now. Oh. Yeah, he's tall now. He got a little oh, tall. Oh, got tall. COVID. He got that COVID height. You know? He got that <laughs> he, COVID height. Over the side. He, grew, he grew 12
0: inches. Oh, COVID. yeah. Oh, yeah. Look yeah, at me in the eye now. Wait a second. Now. You went into the room 5'2", but you came out 6'2". <laughs> exactly. Two, he two got years, years that later. later. <laughs> that COVID did
1: a lot for folks. You know, a lot of more weight. Some people got a lot more weight. Some people got height. He got the height. So now... He's he's kind of looking down on me. He's kind of uh, looking okay. down. You know, oh, I'm so getting now, older, so you start to yeah, crinkle. Yeah, you start yeah, to crinkle when you get yeah, a little. older. Yeah, you got a little got a little bend in the neck. Yeah, okay. you got a little bend. You know, you know. So you know, we haven't had our game yet, but it's coming. You know, because he's he's you know I love that. You know, he's he you know he thinks that he can do it now. Yeah, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah. He's so,
0: confident. I we
1: to see what happens. You know, but when I come back on the show, we'll let you know. We'll oh, let okay, so that hasn't happened. It hasn't happened. Oh man! All right, all right, Daddy Drake too. Yeah, yeah. You know,
0: be on the lookout for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. so you you have come to New Haven. Right. Um one of the first organizations I've seen you that you were involved with in New Haven was Fixing Fathers. Right. Right. You had right, this right. idea years ago. I remember when you came talking to me, Jose, oh, hey, oh, I wanna, I'm going to do this thing. I want to yeah, work with with, yeah. with with fathers and helping them." Yeah, and since yeah. then, um what have you what have you done? What was your goal then and has that goal changed?
1: Well, I'll tell you. Let me just go back a little. Um, so Fixing Fathers started when I had I was going through this horrendous divorce, right? So I was going through this horrendous divorce, and while down in the uh, Bronx County Family Court, I'm looking at all of these men with big question marks on their heads. They're just walking around. It was a space where we just were are not comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, when you look at my ex-wife, and you know, I was looking at my ex-wife, you know, legs crossed, you know. You know, she, you know, women talk to each other. You know, men down there, they don't talk to each other. Everybody angry, you know, but women, women, right? When they're going through things, they have the knack to call their girlfriends. They have the knack to call people that can help them. Mm-hmm. We try to go it alone.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: during my situation, I, I was no different. You know, trying to go it away, go it alone, and I said to myself, I said, you know what? If you, you know, God, if you get me through this, if you get me, I promise that I am going to create an organization that is going to help fathers, give fathers some answers. And that's, that was sort of the birth um, of Fixing Fathers. I went through this horrible custody battle, which I'm not going to totally get into. But the end result is I lost the custody battle, right? Mm-hmm. Lost it, was, went into depression, was totally upset about it, felt as though I won. But mm-hmm. I lost it. I lost the battle. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of adjust and start moving on.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, eventually, my boys ended up coming to live with me, which was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, they came to live with me and there's no shot at their mother. Um, she did a wonderful job also, but eventually they came and lived with me and I remarried and moved out. Mm-hmm. That's how we ended up out here in Connecticut.
2: Very good. Um,
1: and the, the organization, um, you know, after that, I, I went to go get my doctorate and I did my doctorate on how non-resident African American fathers maintain their role as fathers while dealing with the the ambiguities and stereotypes associated with fathers. I did a, a qualitative study where I interviewed like 13 dads just to find out, you know, what's on their mind to listen to them, right. Mm-hmm. To hear them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, um, and, and, and we find out that these men were dealing with a sense of powerlessness, right? of course, yep, powerlessness yep. with respect to, um, how they accepted in the world. Right. Mm-hmm. Most of these men were African American men. Um, powerlessness with respect to um, how they're seen by their their now ex-wives or their mm-hmm. ex-girlfriends, mm-hmm. right? And how to um, deal with that, 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 that communication piece, mm-hmm. not being able to talk, not being able to voice your opinion. Powerlessness with respect to the system, the, 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 the family court system, uh, going into it not knowing what to do, mm-hmm. how to do it. So that all became a part of my goal to get dads that are in those types of situations Mm -hmm. to come to me and let's talk Mm -hmm. and let's communicate. Let's, you know, through story, hear about what I've went through and how I got through it and understand that you will get through it. Right. This is a process. This is a pay. This is a space in your life. It sounds like
0: like dad's anonymous on steroids.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. And when you get dads in a room, right, mm-hmm. this is the thing. This is the thing. This is the thing that women want to probably come in that room. But you get dads in a room and you get them to start talking, right? And it's not difficult because, you know, we we want to be heard. We want to talk. But where are the spaces where we can just talk? Mm-hmm. And that's what my office became. It became an office space that I can bring a dad in. we can talk one on one. He can scream and he can say she did this and she did that and she did this. But the one thing that that, you know, me and my partners always, always try to try to remember and focus on is that when we when we meet with dads, that's what we're going to meet. We're going to meet a dad who's angry, who's mad, who's she, 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 she. Mm -hmm. But eventually we want to turn that into what did you do?
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's that's
1: build on accountability. Exactly exactly wow. exactly because that's what i had to do you, know, you i know, was i was that i was that guy that was she 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 okay you know every third person i would meet oh man i did she did this to me and she did that but eventually you start talking to the same person you'll start to notice they're just like oh this guy again <laughs> <laughs> this guy this guy <laughs> has problems you know this guy again and then you start seeing that and you say to yourself man what you know how can i change myself you know Mm-hmm. Um. what do I need to do to better myself? How can I become a better father? So that's the space that we want to get these dads in, the space where they're starting to talk about them.
0: And, and, and-, and have you done that? Do you have you had fathers come in? Exactly. Have you had uh, transformational stories oh. that came about? Oh my god! Since I have you this, started, can I tell you this one story? Okay, all right, you can tell the whole world. How's that? You're listening. All to, right, you're listening to Keep It One Hundred <laughs> with Jose Candelario. This is one hundred and three point five FM, WNHH independent.org. and you're listening to Doctor David Asbury, and we're going, we're talking now about his uh, nonprofit, fixing fathers, fixing fathers one one at a time, it's and we're about to hear one of the these the stories one of many i'm assuming
1: oh yeah well this is a great story this is a great story cold call guy just calls me up hey i saw your ad uh i saw your ad on the bus yeah, you know,
0: yeah got i saw, you
1: saw your ad on the bus and i just wanted to find out i'm going through some stuff so i said oh okay what's your name man you know his your brother gave me his name you know so we're talking and i'm just you know I, listening i'm in that listening stage just listening to what he's going through so Hasn't seen his daughter for six months. This was during COVID. Hasn't seen his daughter Mm -hmm. for six months. Um, uh, Really bad relationship with the mother, right? Mm -hmm. Um, She did, she did, she did, she did, she did. That's what I'm hearing, Mm -hmm. right? She did, she did. A little bit more, she did. I can't stand it, this, that, this, that, right? Uh, Got my partner on the phone. He heard that also, she did. Mm -hmm. And this is over uh, a week, Mm -hmm. right? So then we got to that space where, my partner had asked um, my partner, uh, Coach Bruce Trammell, My partner had asked. He said, "Just like you know what, you know what, man? Um, we've heard a lot about what she did. Where, where are you in this, or all of this? Mm-hmm. Where do you fit in?" Mm-hmm. And then he started. Ta- he started telling us. He started telling us about the things that perhaps he could have done better, right? He 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 could have he could have um, uh, communicated a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just became all about him it became about him and how can we fix it so that he can see his daughter because he hadn't seen his daughter Mm -hmm. no contact Mm -hmm. so i said i said to him i remember saying to him i said have you ever like apologized for what you did i said forget about what she did but Mm -hmm. have you Mm -hmm. ever Mm -hmm. apologized for what you did the piece that you just told me about that you did have you ever apologized Mm. and he just said nah i said would you I said, is that a problem? And he's like, "Mm, well, no. I said, well, I said, yo, give her a call, man, and start with that. Let's lead with that. Mm. Right? So long story short, um, he calls me back and he just said, yo, Dave, man, I'm going out to Atlanta. Um, For whatever reason, she is letting me see my daughter. She's letting me see my daughter, man. And... Another wow. week passed. He's out in Atlanta, calls me up. Dave, I got her. I got her. He doesn't have custody, but he got the time. visitation. He got time. Mm. And he has now a relationship with the mother where he is communicating. Mm. And that is what puts, that's what Fixing Fathers is all about. That's what, that's what the organization is all about. Um, and it has ballooned into sort of other things, but that's the piece that puts a smile on my face that I can just think back and say, you know, you know, we made we made a difference. You know, wow. this 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 little girl. And he sent me pictures, of course. So, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, he sent me pictures, of course. You know, he got it. got yeah, a little yeah, girl no, in his no, hand. No, no, you yeah. know, and that's the piece, man. That's it. That's now, the meat and potatoes right that's there. And the success story. Exactly. I mean, exactly.
0: The personal goal. Wasn't totally achieved, but a step in the right direction was definitely gained. Exactly. Marcy Lynn Jones says, uh, "Wonderful! Yeah, she loves the story." Oh, <laughs> thank you, Marcy. Thank you. Thank um, you. So you, you 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 work with fathers. You provide diapers. You, I've seen you. Oh yeah, we got diapers. a diaper bank.
1: Hey now, so then you said Dr. Asbury, Dr. Asbury, right? Oh, Dr. Asbury, Dr. Asbury, I'm slinging, I'm slinging Pampers. You know, <laughs> hey, so that's the piece, man. You you don't know what it's gonna take you, mm-hmm. and that's the excitement of nonprofit. You don't know where it's gonna take you. Okay, so I got diaper, I got a diaper bank. I'm meeting moms. I'm meeting dads. Mm-hmm. Hey, can I get you know size five? I know about diapers now, man. You can tell me <laughs> yeah, anything you want to know about diapers, man. You can tell, hey, you learn. If Five, a, you know, uh, three okay. T's,
0: bi-degradable. By, by
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly, <laughs> and it's and it's and it's um and it's all good. You know, I got a call from mother um just from a quick post that I did. Quick post that I did. Hey, we got diapers. We got a new shipment in. Bam, mm-hmm. met this mom, met up with her, um, set her up with this beautiful package. Um, it's all about giving. It's all about giving. Do
0: you tell me you don't keep these diapers for yourself? No, 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 no. But I probably will need them
1: soon. You know, according to my son, I will need them soon.
0: But, you, but you, you, you're you constantly giving. You, and on top of that, I've seen some college trips. Does that happen oh, through fixing yeah. fathers? Now,
1: this is, yeah, this is a college fair. Uh, my wife, this is my wife's doing. She started uh, okay. it about three years ago. No, about five years ago, yep. actually. Okay. So okay. we started off with a quick, quick story. We started off with one bus, right? Mm-hmm. Twelve kids, right? Hey. It's all good, as long as, you, as long as you have some kids. Yep. Second bus filled. Second year, two buses filled. So you start to see, okay, all right, this is happening. And these here. are college this tours for those who are this listening out there. This is college tour. There. Yeah. These, these are college, these are tour. college tours that we, so where the, they take
0: kids from from the Hampton New Haven area, exactly, and they take them to New York City. Right. And,
1: it's the Malcolm Bernard HBCU College Fair in New York City. So we take them to New York City. They meet administrators. They meet. Uh, they get on the spot. Um, admission um, they can get grants So it's like, you know, we've tried to prepare the kids and let them know that when you get there, there's going to be a mountain load of kids there. You got to be aggressive. You got to get in there and get your hands dirty and, you know, try to meet, you know, you know, if you want to go to Hampton, you got to go to that Hampton table. And that Mm -hmm. Hampton table Mm -hmm. might have like 50 people in it, but be aggressive and throw an elbow or two get it, get yourself in there and, you know, get your (laughs) questions answered. Learn to
0: fight your way through. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's wonderful to see because you see these kids and their eyes are wide and it's holy. you know what, you know, Mm holy cow. Mm-hmm. You know, you see all of this. You know, so much is happening, um, wow. but we try to prepare them. Let so now, them know. We, so
0: this year, three buses. This year, this is year, same, no, no, three. no. This
1: year, we went back. That we went back to one. This is uh, after COVID, so okay. we had to cancel it because of COVID. Yep. And we got one one bus this year. So one We're doing it again this year. This year. We're doing so it again this year
0: for 2023, right? Uh, yep. We're actually going
1: next month. We're next next month. month. Yeah, yeah. And
0: yeah. Where, where should they go for the for more information? Um,
1: they can go on my website if they're interested in going. Your actually, is? actually, buses just about just about just about
0: fixingfathers.org
1: filled. yeah fixingfathers.org yep fixingfathers.org you want to find more information about it or you can give me a call 718 we'd love to have you uh say so we have a couple of tickets left it's on november i think 12 um, just hit the site and we can tell you a little bit more about it org.
0: check it out uh, sending a bus to a college fair in new york city for hbcu
1: yeah. But yeah. those out
0: there who are listening and are interested. And this is the type of stuff you've been doing for the community. Oh, man. I mean, oh, to, it, to, oh, to put
1: it, it lightly. It, it, to put it, it lightly. It, 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 it just, like I said, when you're running a nonprofit, you just, all right, so perfect example. The Woman King. We just took 30 kids. Some I parents and that. kids. Yep. That was fabulous. We rented out the, you know, Michael Jackson used mm-hmm. to rent out the movie theater. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to do that. I want to rent out own movie theater. <laughs> so I did it. You know, you rent out the movie theater. You make it really nice where it's just, it's just our crew. You know, yep, beautiful, yep. beautiful, beautiful Beautiful um 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 set of kids. They enjoyed it. Uh, we gave them a little snack pack each, you know. We nice. got the popcorn soda, we had candy, we had uh sanitizing solution, masks, you know, everything that you need, you know, to be safe. And we're gonna do it again with uh Wakanda. We're doing it again on the twentieth. So, you know, I want kids that um that um might not be able to go. Yeah. Not, you know, might not be able to go. Those are yeah. the
0: ones who can't afford to go.
1: Exactly. So right. that's what you want. That's what. That's what we want. That's what we want. We want kids that not won't, won't be able a- to go again. So and this
0: is another another venture, piece. another piece. And this another is the fixingfathers.org. Yeah, yeah. Go yeah, to the yeah. website. Yeah. So now there's a movie that
1: you can take your kids to that yeah. if you sign yeah. up. Oh, there's a let me let me, let me let me throw this at you. Oh no, we did this. It's more coming, man. It's more <laughs> coming. And these are for kids. I wanted to do. I wanted to do something. I wanted to bring kids to New York City that have never seen a Nick game. We did that uh, last year, Well, then which I'm, was I'm great. going.
0: I'm chaperoning. Uh, you, you, you get a lot of
1: grown-ups that want to go. But the idea was. Is to,
0: to bring the youth and to give them that the experience. the youth, right, through your grants. The Madison your Square Grand. Garden is
1: gorgeous. Oh my God. So we get So we, we get a bus because my wow. thing is we're going to treat these kings and queens. We're going to treat mm-hmm. them like kings and queens, right? So we get this beautiful bus. Bus pulls up. A little late, but pulls mm-hmm. up. And get them on the bus, just looking at them. They all cool. Nobody's mm-hmm. saying anything to Dr. Ashbury. Nobody's saying anything. No, they no, just no. get on the bus. You yep. know, they get uh, on the bus. Uh, uh. So we go to see the Nick game. We got um, the tickets are kind of loaded with like $30 worth of food. So the whole time, that's what I'm doing. I'm not even watching a Nick game. I'm pulling, you know, because you know, I you know, I got this, I got this mother. I remember she said, you better make sure you bring my boy back. <laughs> <Like laughs> You're you know? you doing a head count. She called me up. She says, yes, I'm gonna let him go, but you better make sure you bring my boy back. And, <laughs> and I was like, okay, Miss. so Okay. You, I'll make go. sure I bring him back. It so, the first
0: experience for everybody. It's exactly. The first experience for parents, exactly. It's the first experience of children, exactly. And let me tell you that, uh, you know, if I had opportunities like that younger in my life, I, you know, things could have been different. Yeah. And it's like you say, you open eyes when you t- put people in different environments, and exactly. I think that's one thing that you've touched on with exactly your when you exactly. put them in different environments, they can they grow differently,
1: think differently, and that's what I want you to do. I want you to think. I want you to say to yourself, you know, what one day I want to do this with my son. One day I'm going to do this with my family. You know. And there's things that happen. There's things that got to happen for you to be able to do something like this. And mm-hmm. one thing I want to do, I want to do something like this for the community, you know. So they had a wonderful time. And, 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 and the piece that, that gets me, right, because, this is not, this, you know, you're not making any money in this thing. The piece that gets me, right, is they're getting off the bus. Thanks a lot, Dr.
2: Asbury. Oh, they know me now. They know me now. They know me
1: now. They know me now. They know me now, man. They know me now. Thanks, Dr. Asbury. Thanks, Dr. Asbury. And that's the piece. That's the piece. That's when I go home and me and my wife are talking about it. You remember when Kevin? You know, you tell so and so. That's the piece. But that's what fills your heart. That's it. That's it. One more story. One more story. One more story. We took another bunch of kids after the after the um. Here's my excitement, I'm sorry. But after the, um, after the basketball thing, we mm-hmm. took um, 30 kids, that's the number. We took 30 kids, oh, 25 kids, five adults, um, to see Michael Jackson, the musical in New York City. Have you ever been to a musical? If you haven't been to a, a Broadway show, we want you. So we got the kids, got them on, again, got them on a bus, mm-hmm. took them to New York City, man. And, this and let thing, me tell
0: you, the Broadway, now another experience. Oh. That is that is timeless. I re, I mean yes, I, I recall going to my first Broadway. I had to do it as an adult. You never forget, but I, and I never forget. Yes. I mean, I was in my mid twenties, almost, yeah. almost thirty. Yeah. I remember I first my th-
1: first one, uh, Stephanie Mills, The Wiz. I went and saw The Wiz. I will never. I saw it twice. I never ever forget.
0: And I that. remember, like in grade school, I was taking us to the to like the Nutcracker at the Schubert. Exactly, here in that and
1: and those
0: experiences. Yes. That, that, you know, but Broadway is even bigger. So you took thirty kids there, also. Yes, beautiful. And you do this now. You're trying to do this annually. All these, oh, annually. So so we
1: you know we partnered. We partnered with Madison Square Garden. Um, 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 we partnered with Madison Square Garden. Also got a couple of grants from um, judicial branch, mm-hmm. um, uh, the community foundation mm-hmm. of Greater New for Greater New Haven. Mm-hmm. Um, all of these agencies that help, and that's another piece with the with with the, with the nonprofit. Um, You don't do any of this stuff without, I'm talking about I, 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 you don't do any of this stuff without partnerships. Mm -hmm. Reliant Behavioral and and Reliant Behavioral Health and Community Services, they have, they have been a, 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 the backbone and just helping me to, to, to learn how to help men. So it's not just, it's not just me talking and telling my story. um, It's me being able to say, brother, you need a clinician.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and provide the brother, resource. you need a
1: doc. You need yeah. a doctor, brother. You need you you need housing, right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my brother? You need housing. You need to find a way to get some housing. Be able to call Lisa Gardner and 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 say, hey, could you help this brother? Mm-hmm. This is this is what this is what he gave me. I'm gonna give you the file. Can you help him? So that's the piece that is not. You know, you had said earlier, David. Why don't you point the finger at yourself and say, I. I but the 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 real thing about the nonprofit piece is that. Jumping out and asking folks for help because people, are, there are good people out there, mm-hmm. and there are people that want to do good. Mm-hmm. We tend to focus on the, all of the negative, and because that 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 makes the headline. Yeah, yeah, but no, there no. are folks that want to do good, and, and he's sitting good. right here. Well, we trust.
0: Sitting right here, Doctor David Asbury. We he is try. right here in the building. <laughs> You're listening to keep keeping it 100. <laughs> I'm Jose Candelaria. You're on 103.5 FM WNHH New Haven Independent org. I'm talking here with Dr. David Asbury again. Now, well, let's move on to what you're working on right now. You got a great job. You got a beautiful home. You got some, a bee issue in the backyard, <laughs> but you're handling that with Terminex. <laughs> <laughs> no, can't plug them in, but, you know, them bees are going to be gone in a couple of weeks.
1: I hope so. Man. Um, I hope so.
0: Now you're sitting in a leadership position yourself on uh-huh. the Board of Education in Hamden. Oh,
1: the Board of so Education. We're going to about we're the Board we going
0: to get a I, little I, bit I didn't, I didn't
1: see that on my list here, man, but we'll talk about it if you no, want to talk about I, it. it. I, sure.
0: This is <laughs> one of the positions you, you hold in, the, in, oh, in, in our community. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah,
0: what, uh, man. So just break, you know, I'm all about education, our public, yeah. on how things work. Okay? Right. So right. the Board of Education in Hamden is elected. Is a, a elected right, board. it's elected.
1: And that's... Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back a little, and that's one thing about. And this is not a shot at New Haven, but the 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 fact that I think the mayor, and if I'm you, you, you correct me if I'm wrong, I think that the mayor maybe might have six people that he can put on, and then maybe the rest are elected. Yeah, yeah. I I'm not sure the if number the numbers is. right, I but know, I do the know that. The, I, do will, know that the mayor, I do know that the mayor. I do know that the mayor has a lot of yes. folks that he can put on. He can mm-hmm. appoint. Yes, right? he, he, he appoints a majority. and and and, 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 and that's that's. You know, he comes into that. That's not something that Mayor Ellicott did. That's, that's something that he comes into. That's just mm-hmm. the way it is. Mm-hmm. And I would push back on that as a New Haven person. I would try my best to push back on that and find a way um, so that the people, the people put me in, right? Mm-hmm. People put me in. People kick me out. <laughs> that's the way I think it should be. Mm-hmm. You put me in. If you don't like what I'm doing, get me out. Figure out a way to get me out. Get mm-hmm. me out of there before my term. But the people should be putting people in positions like that um Mm. i don't agree with having one person um assigning six people um that's to me or eight people that's problematic because i know that if i'm in that position right most likely i'm going to pick individuals that are like-minded yeah well that's everybody And and you don't need and you you learn this in your nonprofit right that you don't need. I have a a couple of people that annoy the heck out of me that say no, (laughs) David. What are you talking about? You know, I'm I'm telling you about all the good, right? Mm -hmm. I'm telling you about all the good. Oh, we with Michael Jackson. Oh, we that. But there's some things that I say that are absolutely wild, and we just can't do it. You know. (laughs) So that's when when your your own board steps in. Yeah, that's when my people say, Yo, that's that's ridiculous. (laughs) And I might get upset. I might get mad. But I'm now now bringing that into the board. Um. Um. you having that one, you having all of that power to, 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 to hire individuals that that I would say are like-minded is problematic to me. I want to be on a board, right, where we go back and forth. I have, you know, we have Republicans, you have Democrats, mm-hmm. you're going to go back and forth. Hamden, right?
0: And Hamden is very diverse.
1: Right. So I want to have a board where uh, we are going back and forth. I'm on the policy committee, right? I serve as the chair on the policy committee with um, two Republicans. And we're We're bouncing back and forth, but it's beautiful. It's dialogue, Mm. right? I use that word a lot, beautiful, but it is. It's dialogue. We're going back and forth. So do I agree with with, with what they say all the time? No, but I'm getting their perspective. I'm getting their perspective.
0: Harry Draws sitting in the next room is probably giggling up a storm because (laughs) you're you're talking his language. Yeah. You don't have to agree, Yeah, but you should be able to listen to right the More conservative point of views and the most extreme, exactly. I would even say anarchist points of view exactly. that come come across the table,
1: exactly. So, so, I'm gonna listen, I'm gonna hear, and I'm gonna, we, and we're gonna talk it out. And that's the piece. So, when I talk about Hamden's board, I'm not sure what happened in the past with Hamden's board. You know, you hear let's, a talk lot about, about,
0: let's talk about what happened recently. I heard the N word was tossed around in one board meeting, or something got really heated, or uh, uh, not at uh, Hamden. No, in <laughs> no. Uh, was this just a heated discussion that was well, on Facebook a couple well, months well, ago? Well, there have been so many.
1: There's, there's been so many. There's been so many. There's been discussions about masks. Should we wear masks? Should we not wear masks? So mm-hmm. I, you know, that was that was uh, earlier in my, you know, when I first started. So you know, um, um, the mask you know, mandate. You, yeah, the, yeah. You know, should we ma- should we have should we end the masks um, or should we continue? And that was a whole big deal. Um, you know, with the news there and all of that. Mm-hmm. Now the big, the big deal is, um, I would say, um, SROs, SROs in the uh, student resource officers in the school. Student
0: resource officers in school. Right. These are, these are, um, are they armed or not armed?
1: They are armed. They are armed. And that's, that's the piece that folks have uh, issue with, is that, you know, turning our school into a military base. Um, and this is the piece that I have problems with. Um, when you, when you mm-hmm. say those types of things, because when you say that, you just think of tanks and all kinds of military equipment. We're talking two uh, SROs in the school. My goal, right, is to keep kids safe. We're living in a different time now than uh, when you and I came up. I mean, so before,
0: I, how long has SROs been in schools in Hampton? Is just a new policy? No, or the, they,
1: they have been there for a while. They have been there for a while. So
0: what's the what's discussion about? Keeping them there or, or getting discussion,
1: The discussion is, it, 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 it centers around NRO. It, 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 it focuses on the SROs, mm-hmm. the SROs, and then it also focuses on security. It also focuses on um, search, searching kids. Yep. It also focuses on metal detectors. That's heavy Do we Mm -hmm. want metal detectors in our schools? Um, Are we trying? What what is that doing to our students? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, my son, um, my oldest son came from New York City um, and had to deal with metal detectors. Mm -hmm. And then when he came to Hamden, he was like, Dad, man, I just walked through the school and they didn't even search me. (laughs) They didn't search me. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know, you know. So I get it. I understand that there are going to be folks out there that don't want it. But. Um, on the other side of that, um, we see what has happened in the schools. We see um, gun violence.
0: And let me tell you one of the major arguing points for teachers and when you're discussing union and coming into having union discussion with the teachers is safety. I mean, classroom <laughs> safety is the number one exactly. concern for teachers and I had a couple of conversations with a couple of individuals in the past week and who said that we're you know they do not feel as safe as they did years prior right. Um, right, right, teaching right. their class, there's right. something once it clicked in these kids that uh, they're a little bit different out of COVID. Um, well,
1: well, what what I will say is that there's two sides, and that um, as long as that as long as I am a board member, um, unless things change dramatically, I am always going to probably be pro trying to keep our kids as safe as possible, and if that means SROs in the schools, then so be it. That's have one vote. Show,
0: have studies shown? That SROs are, you know...
1: Well, when you when you start playing that game, right? When mm-hmm. you start playing that game the about studies research... The and,
0: and research, yeah.
1: Yeah, when you start playing that research game, mm-hmm. so you research on both sides. Because you can
0: always find something that... that <laughs> exactly. You can always so find something that supports you. You
1: know, I'm not saying that I don't listen to research and I don't watch research. So you're always going to have parents, you're going to have uh, leaders that will come in, well, you know, research says X, Y, and Z, and then you'll have some on the other side, research says X, Y, and Z. Okay, but in that middle, we got to make a decision. In that middle, we got to make a decision, mm-hmm. right? And that's one vote. That's my one vote. My vo- one vote will always be until things change. Until things change. Mm-hmm. I listen. Do I want um, kids being searched? Is that is that like what I think about? Oh, I can't wait to get a metal detector in a school. No, no. Mm-hmm. I don't want kids being searched. Of course not. But um, we got to think about what happens if we don't have the SROs. In the school, if we don't have um, metal detectors in the school, let me be a perfect example. Um, kid gets into some trouble, right? Yep, yep. Right. Do you want the SRO? Do you want the the, 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 the SRO there to to settle the issue, right? Mm-hmm. Or do you want the cop that knows nothing, nothing about that kid? Nothing about the school, nothing about what's going on, mm-hmm. how things are run in the school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He comes in off the street and has to deal with that kid, or do you want an s r o that that absolutely knows the surroundings, knows what happens knows uh 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 that that kevin uh yeah, had a fight what, last week with Marsh? Like, it
0: sounds like you, do you want community policing or not? Right. Do you, you want, want someone a cop who that you're understands? Familiar, that's familiar with the situation, familiar with the neighborhood. Exactly.
1: That's who I want. That's who I want in the school. That's who I want taking care of our kids. I want someone who's in there and who knows and who's who understands what's happening. Dynamics. Who understands the dynamics. Mm-hmm. The dynamics of what's happening in the school. I don't want some cop off the street coming in there, fresh, cold. Mm-hmm. Because I, you know it's the way you write stuff up. Mm. The biggest person. I learned this. The biggest per, the, one of the most important person is that person that takes minutes. That person's perspective. <laughs> Everybody looks like, oh, I want to take minutes. Oh, I don't want to take minutes. Oh, I don't want to take but, the but minutes. That's what, take. That, but that's what goes in the record. <laughs> that's what goes in the record. Your perspective.
0: Your perspective. We can challenge a, it, but, but and the narrative.
1: But how many times have you been in a meeting and they say um, uh, uh, um, 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 minutes accepted? And it's, mm-hmm. and it's and it's and it's almost it's almost automatic. Yeah, minutes accepted. Right, it's on there the record, man.
0: It's on the record.
1: So I really, really take. I really listen to minutes, and I really try to, you know, focus on this because I know that that person is important. That person is like he takes the minutes, and he. So going back to the schools, mm-hmm. I want somebody who knows my who knows my my daughter, and, and so who knows now, my son. Now
0: in the board, who? How is this split amongst parents? So what what has been the feedback from parents in regard to to having SRO? Do they agree with it, not agree with it, or is it split down the middle?
1: You can't tell if it's split down the middle, but you have folks that are very passionate about having it, and mm-hmm. then you have folks that are extremely passionate about not having it. So mm-hmm. me being on the side that that well, we now have it, mm-hmm. um, you're going to basically uh, bump heads with the folks that don't have it. Now, a lot of the mm-hmm. folks that I, I would say, a lot of folks that say um, that that that'll say they don't want it. It's, it's not that they don't want it. It's how we have it and how long mm-hmm. and how long will we have it and, and, and why do we have it? So what we're doing now um, is um, we're going to have a forum, a workshop, um, and this goes to – this talks to – um bringing the community and getting the community involved the word Um, called
0: transparency
1: that 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 transparency and that word is thrown out a lot and that is something that is something and i'll tell you jose that is something that that we are trying to to really get so much better at um there are situations where um um you're talking to attorneys and Mm -hmm.
0: you can't Mm -hmm. No you can't know divulge I mean? yet yeah, there's, there's there's you know, when you're but in, for uh, the most part, negotiating negotiating the most
1: part I want I want our kids to, I want our kids to know that's why we started an initiative at Hamden where um um I want to make sure that every single kid in Hamden every Ham, Hamden High School um every kid in in Hamden High School understands when the board meetings are mm. right mm-hmm. um um so they're having they're going to put that information on their newsletter it's on the website I want kids to to, to, to one, get a little bit more involved, engaged, but I'm gonna push back on them, you know. We you, you know, you see kids, uh, YouTube and uh, TikTok and whatever, you know, all of that. But I want them also to bounce over to the Board of Ed Hampton uh website and find out when is there uh when is there a curriculum meeting? Uh mm. when is there a policy meeting? Goals and evaluations, when there's a meeting like that and, and attend And, and you come. guys are
0: having meetings in person, I'm assuming.
1: We're having meetings. Uh, most of the committee meetings are uh, via Zoom mm-hmm. and our full board meetings are in person.
0: This form is going to be done in person. Basically,
1: you can do both.
0: Yes. yes. So the form will be done in person. Yes. I have a uh, uh, Tanisha um, Asbury. I don't know who she is, but ah. uh, she's saying excellent interview and says that it's about certain kids being targeted of their race. And uh, that's the issue with SROs are students of color being unfairly targeted. When external forces are being called in or by the SROs themselves.
1: Well, anytime we put cops in the mix, um, um, that feeling is going to that feeling is going to rise because we we understand exactly what we have been through as far as, as as me being a black man. I understand that if I and this is real, you know, I, it's my reality, mm-hmm. you know, whether you believe it or not. But I understand that if I'm driving my car down the block and it's a nice car, that most likely I'm probably going to get stopped. When I drive, I'm thinking I'm going to get stopped. When a cop is behind me and I'm driving, I'm thinking I'm going to get stopped. <laughs> Stop. That's all of that that's in the black <laughs> I man's I was head. The, I thought I was the only one. <laughs> no, but that's in our head. That's in our head. And it's no way you can say that it's not going to happen. It won't happen. When I go into a store, I know I feel that I'm going to be. Followed. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I with,
0: right now, I, I'm a suspect of you. You wearing you you fit the the suspect perfect. Uh, you got a hoodie, a baseball cap, exactly.
1: <laughs> so why why am I riding around a nice car? You know what, what am I doing? I'm not supposed to be doing that. But I get it. I understand that. I understand mm-hmm. that. And, Those stereotypes and, exist. And the Those... stereotypes exist. And 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 to be honest with you, it's um, a black man's reality and a black child's reality. Mm-hmm. And um, SROs. I don't want to. Be, I don't. I don't want to believe that. Our, I definitely know that our SROs are not um, of that mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but they they have on their backs all of the negative stuff that cops, bad cops, have done. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Every cop is not a bad cop.
0: Mm-hmm. A, one one um, red, bad apple. All. But all moves it takes is run. that
1: one, and then the mm-hmm. whole force is you know the whole force. And is, it's not uh, like
0: Hampton has the best. Um, you know. Um, yeah, I would say especially uh, being pulled over on State Street on the town line between right by DMV. I've been pulled over there five times alone. Wow. Dixwell Avenue, I've been pulled over six times. Right. So I can attest to yeah. as soon as I cross that town line, Yeah. if I'm yeah. driving a Honda Civic, Right. which I no longer <laughs> drive for various reasons, um, that's one of them. So yeah. I, I yeah. totally get yeah. how you, do, you might not want a Hamden police officer show up and try to defuse the situation exactly. based on exactly. their history. Exactly. Um, you only got five more minutes. Whoa. Five, not even, well, now we're down to two minutes. Two minutes. Okay. You got the last word, Dr. Asbury, please share with well, the community. Last, Which word, last word
1: would be the parents is to, um, r- regardless if you agree or disagree, to show up. Um, and, and also, make sure you show up to the committee meetings. That's where it starts. That's where it starts. Everybody, mm-hmm. everybody just bypasses the committee meeting. They want to come to the big show, mm-hmm. but the committee meetings is where it starts. So show up to the committee meetings, look on the site, look on the board of Ed's site and, and, and get involved, you know? And also if, if there's things that you don't like, vote us out, vote, vote folks out. You got that power, you know, you got mm-hmm. that power, show up, vote. And if there's something that you don't like, there's something that you gather your folks and vote.
0: I just want to mention real quick, um, Harry, um, Harry says society media news, Make sure that you feel like a potential victim. I mean, we have that also in the back of our minds. Yeah. Um, In regards to the conversation with the SROs and and how how we we feel in our society. Um, You're advocating people to get involved in the process early and often so that when the big meeting comes and you, you show up with your picket signs because you don't like what's already been decided on. Right. Get involved in the early stages. Get involved. And can you assure people that their voices will be heard?
1: Their voices will be heard. I'm very, very, very into hearing what individuals have to say because I want that other, you know, I don't want to make decisions based on what I'm thinking and only what I'm thinking. I want to hear what you have to say. I want to hear what you have to say. And um, that's, that's the piece right there. Very no.
0: good. And, and we won't leave it at that. Yeah. You'll be listening to Keeping It In 100 with Jose Candelari, 103.5 FM, WNHH, New Haven Independent.org. We've been uh, uh, Tanisha Asbury approved as a good interview. And with that, <laughs> we're going to leave it alone and go home on that note. We won't, You know what? When, when they say it's good, that means uh, be quiet and go home. <laughs> exactly.
1: Leave it at that. Let me let me just leave it at that. Thank you so much for having me on. And thank you so much for wearing that nice jacket.
2: Wow. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not <laughs>